the message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olaleye of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. Lilon Jisarien o Priyaktos Telikish. Oh, hallelujah. Mandala Garabasuktilis Saraashta. Mandala Garabasuktilis Saraashta. Just talking about the tongues, everybody. Maladinash. Yala Turatiakriatas non Protinashala. Salamanash Gilanona Sharani Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. All right, praise God. Now, today we are going to be looking at what we on the series, Four Important Virtues. Four Important Virtues. Um, four Important Virtues. What was the first one? Uh, honor. We talked about honor. That was the first one, honor. Then, um, last week, we talked about what? Discipline. Talked about discipline. Today, we are going to be talking about loyalty. 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 Hmm. Loyalty is actually a quality that you don't find very common, all right, in some charismatic cycles. What's up with the screen? All right, we don't find his charismatic circles, loyalty. People have short memories, all right? Um, people have short memories. People have the capacity to easily forget. We're going to look at it a bit today. Now, when you're looking at in scriptures, one of the places where you find, you know, that word loyalty, but it's not that word that is used. But when we understand what loyalty is, we know that it's implied. All right, is actually the word faithfulness. Everybody say faithfulness. The word faithfulness. All right. Now, let's define loyalty real quick. It is the art and character of staying true to an idea. The art and character of staying true to an idea, doctrine, persons, or system of truth. Is the art or character of staying true to an idea, doctrine, persons, or system of truth. It is a quality of the recreated human spirit. For example, if you look at the, one of the fruits of the spirit, it will tell you, um, it says in Galatians chapter number 5 and 22, it says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. That word faith in other translations, you could find it translated faithfulness. 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 So we are going to find different expressions used to define, all right, in scripture, all right, um, um, faithfulness are used to describe different categories of people. For example, the church in Ephesus, all right, they are called the faithful. Then you have, all right, Faithful minister used to refer to a minister in Christ. We're going to look at all these places. Then we have faithful brethren. All right. Then we have faithful brother. Then in Revelation, Jesus is called the faithful witness. All right. Why is faithfulness used many times, especially in the epistles? Because it takes faithful men and women to, all right, pass across 
the message of the gospel. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2, Paul says, the things that, are, that you have heard of me, that's 1 Timothy, sorry, 2 verse 2, he says, the things that thou hast heard of me, of what? Many witnesses commit thou to what? Faithful men who will be able to what? Teach others also. That means faithful men, loyal men. Faithfulness, loyalty are synonymous. Hallelujah. Faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Which means that you would not be able to achieve much in ministry without faithful men, without faithful and loyal men and women. Praise the Lord. Loyalty has to do with commitment. Commitment to a doctrine. Commitment to an idea. Commitment to a group of persons, a church, all right, an association or system of truth. Hallelujah. Look at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 1. Real quick. Let's just go to a few scriptures. Ephesians 1 verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. All right? Faithful there is pistos. That's talking about trustworthy. People you can count on. Hallelujah. People you can count on. People you can depend on. Praise God. People you can count on. People you can depend on. You can count on their commitment. You can count on their loyalty. You can count on their support as it regards the gospel of Jesus Christ. Look at Galatians chapter number 6 and 21. Galatians 6 and 21. If something is wrong with my Galatians because... Just a minute. All right, so let's look at Colossians 1 7 quickly, then Colossians 4 7, real quick. So it was Ephesians 6 21. We'll come there. All right. Now, as he has, he also learned of Epaphras, our daily. Our dear fellow servant, who is for you a what? A faithful minister of Christ. That means he is committed. He is a loyal minister of Christ. So that means to the Colossian church, Epaphras was a loyal minister. He was a faithful minister. You would always find Epaphras doing what Epaphras ought to be doing in the church that is present at Colossae. Which means that, at times, loyalty is specific to a group of people. Are you following? Loyalty is specific to a group of people, specific to an organization, specific to the church. So, um, you find some folks say, oh, I am only loyal to Jesus Christ. I am not loyal to any church. It's a lie. You cannot be loyal to a Jesus you have not seen. If you are not being loyal to the body of Christ that you can see. Loyalty to Christ is usually found in loyalty to men. Don't let anyone deceive you. Disloyalty is a terrible character trait. It's a weakness. It's a character weakness. And you see, it's a character trait, all right, that God cannot use. God cannot use a disloyal man or woman. God cannot use an unfaithful man or woman. God can bless them. But he cannot use them because, you see, you cannot build something long-lasting on an unfaithful person. He will drop out along the way. If you remember the story of Paul, Acts 13, Bible lets us understand that Paul and Barnabas were separated unto the ministry that they had they've been called to do. And while they were going, Barnabas takes his cousin, John Mark. He takes John Mark to go with him. On the ministry journey because his cousin wants him to go with him, his family, right? They just visit two cities. All of a sudden, John Mark was tired. They went back. So that means he wasn't loyal to the assignment. He wasn't loyal to the assignment. He wasn't faithful to the assignment. He wasn't loyal to the assignment. He wasn't loyal and faithful to the ministry team at that time. 
So they go on this missionary journey, great things happen, wonderful things happen, and they come back and they give this beautiful report. Then they stay back a while in the church that is at Antioch. Now they want to go on a second missionary journey. And Paul says, oh, Barnabas, let's go. Barnabas now wants to take John Mark again. Paul said, lie, lie. He's not faithful. I cannot go on a ministry assignment with an unfaithful man, with a double-minded man. And they fought on the matter. Such that Paul and Barnabas went separate ways. Hallelujah. Because Paul understands in ministry, if you are running, you better run with faithful people. You better run with people that will not jump out of the ship along the way. There are a lot of charismatic people that are very disloyal. All right? They can explain all the scriptures, Greek words and Hebrews, but you cannot count on them. They are not loyal and submitted in a church. But they will tell you that God has spoken to them to start one. How can a disloyal fellow be sent by a faithful God to raise faithful people? Where will he teach them faithfulness from? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Many a times, what makes a ministry last is the non-charismatic things. What makes a minister noticed is the, chari- not is the charismata. But what makes a minister last is character, the non-charismatic thing. So that's why you find out that when Paul lists the qualities of a deacon and a bishop, there is no charismatic gifts there. Because ministry is not short-term, it's long-term. Praise God. Praise God. And no matter how anointed a man or woman is, if a character is not there, they will lose credibility. And if they lose credibility, they will fall into the condemnation of the devil. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Everybody say loyalty. Ephesians 6.21. Let's look at that. So Epaphras was loyal, faithful to the church in Colossae. He was known to be faithful there. He was known with that assembly. Praise the Lord. He was known there. Anointed, well taught, sound doctrine. But there was an assembly he was known to be faithful in. Praise the Lord. He was known to be faithful to the ministry of Paul, the doctrine of Paul, and he was known to be faithful in that assembly. So you see, the question now is, you have a lot of what people, what people, in quotes, who always gallivant from local assembly to local assembly, never committed anywhere. The truth is this. A faithless man or woman who sounds or, you know, shares the word, is not a word man. Being a word man or woman is not found in you teaching something on social media or sharing rev that you heard from. Because it's easy to repeat. It takes intelligence to repeat what someone has taught you. Anybody can listen to a message and regurgitate it. That doesn't mean you're a word man. A word man is not the one that can sound like a teacher. No, a word man or woman is one that does the word. Hallelujah. A word man or woman is a person that does the word. You do it. You don't, it's easy to regurgitate. It. It is, it is the, the labor is in doing it. Hallelujah. 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 So Epaphras was known somewhere to labor somewhere. There was a place they knew. In fact, the Bible lets us, uh, uh, Paul talks about the guy, all right. Uh, look at, look at, let's look at this. But that he also may know my affairs and how I do. Tychius, a beloved what? 
brother, and what? Faithful minister in the Lord shall make known to you all things. Paul was always very careful to surround himself with loyal people. When they were running, I mean, the gospel work, he ensured they were loyal people doing it. it. They had to be loyal people. They had to be people that he could trust, who took gospel matters seriously, who took ministry seriously, and who took him seriously. Because he couldn't be everywhere. So he had to ensure that if he committed something to someone and said, okay, Timothy, stay here in Ephesus and pastor these people. He could go to sleep knowing that Timothy is going to do what he's supposed to do. He wasn't going to wake up and hear that Timothy has impregnated like three people in the church. He wasn't going to wake up and hear that Timothy was preaching another gospel. Loyalty. Praise the Lord. Loyalty. Loyalty. Faithfulness. Hallelujah. Look at Colossians 1 2, then we look at Colossians 4 9. I want us to see the scriptures. So the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colossae, Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. All right? Which other one I said we should read now? Colossians 4 9, right? All right? Colossians 4 9, real quickly. Colossians 4 9. Now, it says, With Onesimus, a faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you, hallelujah, they shall make known unto you all things which are done here. Now, notice how much Paul trusts this man, Tychius, Onesimus, and Epaphras. And if there is something he says about them that is consistent, was not, oh, Onesimus, a wonder-working miracle. No. It was faithful. Hallelujah. Faithful. And you find out something that they knew what was going on with Paul. They were very close to him, and they had access. Let me tell you something, and you may never, never forget. Never give access, close access to your, your person People who are disloyal, who have a trait of disloyalty. Keep them at arm's length. Don't be stupid. Try allow a disloyal person close to you. Praise the Lord. Love must be without dissimulation. You must love all people. But trust, it must be earned. Hallelujah. Trust must be earned. This is why, for example, um, Paul says, if a man desires the office of a deacon, he desires a good work. But he now says, let him first be what? Proved. Prove him. Give him time. Watch him. Because there are certain character traits you will not see instantly, but you will see over time. Hallelujah. Prove the guy. For example, when someone just comes into a church, joins a church, maybe works miracles, and the pastor, him, ah, this person is very, very, ah, ah, charismatic. Doesn't prove the person. All of a sudden, you start appointing him to leadership positions. Oh, that's stupid. You give the guy time. You know, a Christian need that because you can work miracles. Praise the Lord. A person who is charismatic but is not submissive is a dangerous person. That's a dangerous person. Well, glory to God. That's a dangerous person. Has no system of accountability. That's a dangerous Why? Because this person will do anything. And no one will be able to call that person to order. And when people ask questions, we we'll just work miracles. Then we will take our eyes off the bad character and say, oh, look at the miracle. Very dangerous person. Praise the Lord. That's why the more God begins to use you in the supernatural, the more the, the, the stronger your work in the in the spirit must be, and the stronger the system of accountability you build around yourself. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Amen. It's a, it's not it's a, it's actually not natural to be loyal. 
In the world where we live in, everybody's looking out for themselves. Everybody's looking for an angle. They're looking for an angle. Looking for a way in, you know, something to benefit me. So you even find that people join, I mean, I've seen some crazy stuff. I've seen people that will join the church, right? The reason why they join the church is not, they are joining the church with an angle. There's an intention. They have a two, three year plan to rebel. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Some, I mean, like that. And the great about it is because, you know, God sees the heart. Of every man. How many of you know God sees the heart of every man? He sees the heart of every man. So no matter how well you cover it with clothes and smiles, God sees the heart. He sees the heart. And true ministry inheritance is given by God. You can fake every other thing, but you can't fake what is given by God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. So let's continue. The remarkable thing about loyalty and faithfulness is that God is our inspiration for loyalty. It's because of who God is that we are confessing the Lordship of Jesus today. Amen. For example, look at 1 John chapter 1 verse 9. 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9. Look at what it says. Quickly. It says, if we confess our sins, what's that quality? He is what? He is what? So that means that he is consistent. We can depend on his character. We can trust him for what he has said. He said he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us our, our righteousness. So that means we can go to rest knowing that God's character is faithfulness. Hallelujah. His faithfulness. He is trustworthy. So the reason why I know and I'll declare I have salvation eternally. Why? It's because of the faithfulness of God. The reason why I would stand in front of a congregation during coronavirus period and lay hands on the sick is because of what? The faithfulness of God. Amen. Someone who is an unbeliever will be thinking, ah, are you not afraid you will catch something? Are you following what I'm saying? Faithfulness of God. He's loyal to his word. He's loyal to his promise. Hallelujah. It is because of his loyalty to what he has said that I can have faith. So that means if God is not loyal, I have nothing to depend on. If God is not faithful, I have nothing to stand on. Therefore, the inspiration for the Christian to be faithful and loyal is God himself. Are you following what I'm saying? Just as the inspiration for the believer to love is God, the inspiration for the believer to be faithful is God. Glory to Jesus. I said glory to Jesus. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9. God is faithful. 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 9. He says, God is faithful by whom you were called unto the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, look up and he says, God is faithful by whom you were called. What is he telling you? He's telling you that God is faithful to his plan because the calling into fellowship uh, in Jesus was not something that was emotionally done. It was God's plan before time began. Hallelujah. And all through the ages, all through the millennia, God was faithful to that plan. Praise the Lord. So we know the rise and falls of kingdoms was because of this plan. We know that Abraham was called because of this plan. David became king because of this plan. All through the millennia, all through the ages, God was faithful to his plan. He didn't deviate from it. He didn't deviate from it. He stayed true to that plan. 
God is faithful, by whom you were called unto the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Let's continue there. 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. Quickly, what does he say? He says, There are no what? Temptation taking you, but as such as is common to man. But God is what? Faithful. Who will not suffer or allow you to be tempted above that you are able. But we will the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. So that means whenever you are facing any challenge and situation, the faithfulness of God. Hallelujah. Is the anchor to your soul that makes you know, I will come out of this thing. Hallelujah. I will, you understand? Because the faithfulness of God will not allow any challenge come my way that will destroy me. Glory to God. Look at it. He says what? Who will not allow you to be tempted above that you are able. It means if I face a challenge, I am able to overcome it. Because God knows what he has put on my inside. If I were not able to overcome it, it will not allow it come my way. Are you following? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. The faithfulness of God. God is faithful. God is loyal. And that is where my faith stems from. That is where my confidence stems from. That is where my assurance stems from. Where do I get my assurance for eternal salvation? The faithfulness of God. Where do I get the assurance that I will win? The faithfulness of God. God cannot deny himself. God cannot turn back and say, I didn't say it or I said it, but I cannot perform it. Because he is faithful. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He is faithful. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 In case you are wondering, usually our first services is usually ministry classes like this. It's second service that we do power. Praise God. Aha. Uh -huh. Now, can we start from verse 23? Glory to God. Woo! Hallelujah. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 Now, everybody want to go, it says what? And the very God of peace sanctify you what? Holy. And I pray God your whole what? Spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, is it you that is going to do it? No. He now says, faith is he that what? Collects you who also will what? We do it. So, the faithfulness of God causes me to rest. Therefore, Faithful men put your heart at ease. Faithful women put your heart at ease. If there is a faithful person around you, if there is a loyal person around you, they, you would not have to worry where their loyalties lie. You would not have to worry. When it comes to them, you are at peace. When it comes to them, you rest. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Lift up your hand and say, Lord, give us faithful men. Lord, give us faithful people. Hallelujah. Faithfulness. Loyalty. Faithfulness. Loyalty. Singleness of heart. Singleness of mind. Hallelujah. Now, as believers, it's important. This thing we're teaching you, I'm teaching you. It's important. Because this will make or my your journey. It will make or my your journey. Amen. Now look at 1 Corinthians 4.17. Quickly. One clear sign of sonship, for example, when you are talking about spiritual sons. Because if you study in the epistles, ministry is done with sons. What did I say? Ministry is done with what? 
Now, sons is not gender. Before you start saying password of daughter, sons is son. <laughs> because we are in this feminist move. They say so. Sons in the Bible is not someone that has penis. So. Amen. <laughs> Son. Sonship is a description of a relationship. Hallelujah. Sonship means that the person you begat, someone you give birth to. So when it comes to in, in, in Christian service, a son is someone you who you are responsible for their persuasion concerning the gospel. Are you saying that? The way they see the gospel, the way they teach it, you are responsible for it. That is your spiritual son. It's not a thing of age. Hallelujah. It's about influence. How? All right. Who is responsible for your understanding of the gospel? When you are talking of salvation, you are talking of the spirit, you are talking of the power of God. When you teach and you talk about it, who, was, who is responsible for it? Where do you fit from? That is your spiritual father. Ministry is done with sons, not hirelings. You cannot achieve anything with hirelings. Hirelings are not loyal. Hirelings have an angle. Hirelings, they always have a, you know, there's something they have up their sleeves. And what, when a hireling cannot get what he wants, he gets out. Hallelujah. An hireling always has an agenda. So, hirelings come and go, but sons, they stay forever. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, look at this. 1 Corinthians 4, 17. Now, look at it. It says, For this cause have I sent unto you what? Timotheus. Who is my what? Who is my what? You know, one thing about it, when I read about Timothy, the relationship between Timothy and Paul. Paul found Timothy when he was about 14 years old, 14, 15. He was a teenager. He found him was a Greek. His mother was a Jew. His father was a Greek. Paul found him, and for some reason he took a liking to him. And the funny, one amazing thing about when, uh, thing, thing about when, when Paul found Timothy was that when you read in Acts of Apostles, you find out find out that the, one of the reasons that made Paul comfortable enough to pick Timothy was because the brethren spoke well of Timothy as a teenager. He had a good report, which means Paul did not just take a lightning to Timothy because he had a fine face. But at a young age, he had a good report from the brethren. That's a good guy. I mean, man, I mean, he's been an inspiration to the youths and stuff like that. I mean, it's given to the world. We're always fine praying. We've not had any reason to worry about Timothy. Paul, Paul okay, no problem. I'm going to take him and train him for ministry. And everywhere Paul goes, Timothy goes with him. Tim, Paul will go to a particular, I mean, when Paul went to Ephesus, if you look at Acts of Apostles chapter 19, after getting 12 people filled with the Holy Ghost and staying in Ephesus for about 18 months, the Bible says from that, that um, location, whole Asia heard the word. So mightily grew the word of God in the city of Ephesus and prevailed. And many people brought their book of art, their magician art and all of that, and they burnt it. And they tried to... Then Paul left Ephesus but do you know who he left back to continue the work? His son. His son. He says, For this cause have I sent you Timothy, who is my beloved son, and faithful in the Lord. Faithful in the Lord. Faithful in the Lord, who shall bring you into what? Remembrance of what? My ways. Which be in Christ. As I teach everywhere in every church. So, faithfulness in ministry, hallelujah, has to do with faithfulness in what? In doctrine. So, as a Christian minister, one place, all right, we check your loyalties in your loyalty to the word. Your loyalty to the doctrine. I remember one time I was watching uh, then Larry King. And there was this minister of the gospel that came on, 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 on air, all right? And Larry King asked him, if someone does not believe in Jesus, will he go to hell? Then you see, this man of God said, well, Larry, you know, not my place to judge. It's not my place to judge. 
it's not my place to judge. I'm not God. I'm not DJ. I'm not DJ. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm like, ah, oh, what is this? That was an open blank check to preach the gospel. Blank check. You say, I'm not God. You see, I'm not God. Nobody asks you to be God, sir. Said you should open Bible and teach. Bible say. Don't say, ah, I'm not God, though, but the Bible said, or God said, because we there was I, I be, didn't God become a man somewhere? I heard that his name was is Jesus, right? Is it a rumor? Or is it a rumor? I think he said some things, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him should not what? Perish. Very clear. What is what is loyalty to the word? Faithfulness to the word. Hallelujah. But you also can see that for Paul to send Timothy and say, who is my beloved son? Now, it didn't mean that Timothy was the one he gave birth to biologically. He's saying, I am responsible for Timothy's theological persuasion. I have trained him. I know him. I know that if I send him to you, he's, I know what he will say. I know what he will teach you. He will bring to remembrance my ways. Because you've forgotten. Hallelujah. Ministry is done with sons. Praise God. Sons. Sons, you know their theological, you have taught them, they are responsible for their theological persuasions. Then also, that you are responsible for what? For what? Their character formation. You can't be you can't be a faithful minister. They put you over a church, you've toasted all the sisters in the church, you've impregnated one, or I mean everybody has an I love you from you inside this stuff, or you're a Christian sister, you are dating four people at the same time, maintaining you are loving everybody, everybody you love them. When you are not Jesus, you are, you are loving everybody. I love you, you know. Yes, um, something, 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 something. I mean, come on. Borrowed money from everybody, you taking everybody, you know everybody. Somebody has a new phone, the person cannot rest. People must not use expensive thing around you. Where did you do? Do you understand? Praise God. Some they would lie. I mean, lie liar, lying generators, they can lie. Ha! Can lie. Loyalty to the word. Commitment to the word. Faithfulness to the word. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Your loyalty must first and foremost be to the Lord. And his word. To the Lord and the doctrine. I wish I could tell you that. Oh your loyalty is to the Lord alone. And not to any pastor. It's a lie. It's not a New Testament teaching. Lie. You will have to, us loyalty to the Lord would ultimately lead to loyalty to what the many are sent. As far as they follow what? Remember the scripture that says, follow me as I follow what? Christ. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I hear some funny stories. We hear there stories of um, some folk uh, sisters, ah, you know, they are committing adultery or fornicating, and you, you tell you, ah, sister, don't worry, we have forgiveness. Don't, don't, you see, and ladies, I'm feeling bad about what we did, sir. Don't worry, don't be sin conscious, sister. You are sin conscious. <laughs> you are sin conscious. Why are you sin conscious? There's no sin. This is not sin. It's not. What is, what is it? What is it? Biological release. Your loyalty is to the Lord first. To his word first. So you are to follow and be faithful to men, ministry gifts, local church, as long as following and faithful to the Lord. Is this clear? Come on, is this clear? Is this clear? All right, now let's continue quickly. Hmm. It's important. So, for example, you have for, look, if you're a member of a church, be loyal there. Be known there. Don't be a ghost. 
There's someone that will come to a church, you know, and they will sit down and they'll be analyzing the sermon. In their mind, the devil is whispering to their mind, you can teach it better. And they are agreeing. Ah, yes, I can teach it better. Ah. He, missed, he missed this. He missed, he missed this. You see, he, he missed the Greek continuous tense of that word, Irio. I, I should have. Ah. Ah. Oh. Praise the Lord. Some of them will see Pastor Adibo and they ah, can teach it better than him. You can teach it better than him. The devil is deceiving you, and you are allowing yourself to be deceived. If I went to redemption camp and Pastor Adibo gave me a mic to preach, I won't preach. You. I say, ah, sir, I can't. I, I have no words to say. Holy Ghost, I slap my mouth <laughs> because I know it's not just by just you know, it's not just sorrow, sorrow. Are you following what I'm saying? Ministry is not sorrow, sorrow. It's not ability to talk. There's a lot before all of that. So learn. Learn the character. Pick up the right character. Hallelujah. Be faithful in that house. Be loyal there. Be known there. Be like Timothy. Let us be able to trust you. Depend on you. Depend on your journey, your growth. Why? Because you see, if Timothy did not grow as a man and as a minister, how would they put Corinth in his hand? Do you know that Timothy was a teenager when he was made the bishop of Ephesus? Do you know? When Paul wrote to Timothy in 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy, he was a teenager. I hope you know. Yet, Timothy, at a young age, was an ordaining bishops. He was ordaining Oh, you thought he was an old man? He was ordaining bishops. Because in ministry, in life, great assignments are not committed to you according to your chronological age. They are committed to you, all right, in accordance to your spiritual growth and development. And spiritual growth and development is impossible without commitment and faithful following. I saw a video. A particular minister, I think it was uh, something Codero. And I've had many students like that coming out of China. <laughs> so this man, all right, was he went to China because they love ministry guys. All right, because in China right now it is illegal to preach the gospel. How many of you know that? How many of you know it's illegal? In fact, in China and North Korea, it is illegal to share Bibles. If you are caught sharing Bibles, you in North Korea you go to jail. In China, because they want money and people to invest in their economy, they will deport you. There's a particular American guy who went to North Korea, he went for some field trip. But while he was leaving, he left his Bible. Are you know what I'm saying? He forgot his Bible in the hotel room. Forgot, though, according to him. Forgot the Bible, though. Do you know what happened? As he was about to leave the airport, he was arrested. I've forgotten his name. He later died. They put him, I mean, when they arrested him, they put him in a, in a bad prison. He caught some infection that went into his spinal cord and brain. For forgetting Bible in hotel room. Bible many of you don't read every day. So this guy went to China. And he said, there were just about 19 people there. They were leaders. It was a leaders meeting. 19. So when he was preaching to them, he said, how many of you I've gone to jail simply because you're a Christian. He said about, um, is it 12 or so or 15? Put their hand up. Only four have not gone to jail. He now said, um, so tell me, how do you teach and stuff like that? The one man said, all right, well, because they don't allow us to have Bibles. All right. Many of us have to memorize 
large portion of scriptures to be able to have quiet time and to be able to teach it. So she said, ah, so when did you learn to memorize the Bible? He said, well, when I was in prison, all right, people will come visit me, my family will come visit me, and they will smuggle Bible scriptures into the prison. Not the Bible itself. They will take paper and write parts of scriptures on that paper and smuggle it. And he said that when I get it, I have to memorize it quickly. Because in one or two days, they are going to find it and they will confiscate it from me. So he said, I committed many of those things to memory in prison. He said, because in prison, you have a lot of time. So they were telling him, I said, pray for us. Because in America, you have religious freedom. You guys, you know, Bibles, you have all the teachers, you can go on YouTube and watch message. You can't do it in China. You can go to China and go on YouTube and watch. No, it's sanctioned. You can't see gospel there. And the man said, I will not pray. He said, because I don't want you to be like us. I want us to be like you. He said, because in America, if you don't have, you know, and like Nigeria, we are concerned about comedian in church. We are concerned about AC auditorium. We are concerned about how the choir is, you know, sounding. Another person in China just wants you to write scripture on a sheet of paper so that she can memorize it in two days and have quiet time in her head. They asked, how many people do 19 of you oversee? Now said, oh, put together, we oversee 20 million Christians. Praise the Lord. Some of them are teenagers. 20 million. Timothy was reputed to at least to have seen overseen as a teenager in Ephesus, Corinthians, because after Paul went to prison, the person who ran Paul's churches was Timothy. Was Timothy. Timothy and Paul's, you know, the ministers, you know, that this but it was very clear, Timothy was the guy. Why? He was faithful. God will pick a faithful man before he picks a charismatic man. That I know the word arrogance. He will bypass that guy and pick a faithful and committed man or woman. Why? Because in ten years, the faithful will be doing what's supposed to do. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, I had, I had a funny experience one time like that um, in, in church here. Where we're we're trying to look for. Um, I think we had a sound, we needed a sound person, a sound man, and we hired different sound guys and stuff like that. So at the point I said, look, no, I'm not doing that again. I, I had to call someone, we paid him, and said, oh yeah, I called one of my sons, I said, yeah, go on, go on, go on. teach him how to do the sound. <laughs> i teach him. And they thought, okay, taught him this, taught him that. At first we had challenges. All right? Challenges and stuff like that. Well, the person got better and better than that person is the one that set up sound in this church and the church in Ijibo. He sets it up. He knows what he's doing. When we want to buy equipment, he's the one that goes and buys it. Why? Ministry is done with sons. And sons and daughters are loyal people. Praise the Lord. And the Lord Jesus actually does ministries does ministry through that institution of spiritual fathers and spiritual sons. That's how he does it. Just check. He does it through spiritual fatherhood and spiritual sons. Why? Because ministry heritage is passed from fathers to sons. That's how he passes it. And through that heritage, they are able to carry ministerial graces and take the gospel to nations. Because there is no room for vagabonds in inheritance. No room for bastards in inheritance. Hallelujah. 
That's why even though Ishmael was a son or child of Abraham, he couldn't have the inheritance. He was not a son. Ishmael couldn't teach Abrahamic principles. Ishmael couldn't teach Abraham's ways. It was Isaac that knew Abraham's ways. Praise God. Everybody say loyalty. Look at anybody and say loyalty. Look at somebody else and say loyalty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is anybody learning anything here? Praise God. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 12, and we round up because of time. Loyalty. You can't get very far eating welcome rice. You are welcome here. You are welcome. I can see all over. You are welcome in the name. You, are, you know. Yes, we love you. Yes, we. I, <laughs> I was talking to someone and I was, I was telling him, I was saying, oh, where I live is far. I said, where do you live? He said, I live in somewhere, so I'm going to do stuff like that. It's very far. I said, oh, wow. He said, that's why I don't come, Pastor. It's so far. I said, well, uh, I understand. But uh, we have members that come from there to church on Sunday. He said, you do? I said, yeah, we do. He said, eh. Yeah. I said, yeah, we do. Why do you think some people leave Lagos and go to Stronghold every Sunday? I was talking to one of my pastor's friends. He said, there's somebody, no, my pastor, Pastor Balaji. He said, there's someone that comes from Oshun State every Sunday to church in Bagada. And she gets to church before people that live around Bagada that come to the same church. Every Sunday, it doesn't miss. Oshun State, is it that they don't church in Oshun? Do, do, do you understand how somebody leaves their house 4 a.m. on Sunday to come to church and after church is going back to Oshun every Sunday? There is no, look, in this test, look, in the pursuit of things of God, there's no excuse. Excuses actually reveal the state of your heart. That's just the truth. The excuse you give, just, you understand, reveals the state of your heart. Excuses are the wonderful reasons faithless people give for not being committed. The faithful don't find excuses. They find a way. Praise God. Faithful people don't find excuses. They find a way. They, they are committed. <laughs> Hallelujah. They are committed. And you see, um, Pastor, you see, you see the weather. You are not faithful. All those things is not, you understand? And the thing about faithlessness is this. The mantle of Elijah does not fall on a faithless Elijah. That is why, that, that's the reason why the, the mantle passed from Elijah to Elisha. But he could not pass to Gehazi. Go and study. Elisha loved Gehazi. But you see, in the things of the spirit, it is not the person you love that catches it. It's the faithful person that catches it. Because in all administrations, God is the person behind it. So, like, lay hand, lay leg. The person that, would, that is behind all of that is God. Amen. Like, do it. First field of the anointing. Okay. The person that is behind that administration is who? God. Amen. You know, there were sons of the prophets. Yet, it was Elisha that was the lead. Faithfulness. There were 70 elders around Moses. But who was to take over from Moses? Joshua. Why? Because Joshua, the Bible says that he was, he was, he sat at the feet of Moses. Because when it comes to passing it on to the next generation, what God looks at is, who can I trust? 
to ensure that this message is preserved. That's what is looked at, not your fine face. Hallelujah. Who is trustworthy? Who is faithful? Who is trustworthy? Who is faithful? For example, as a pastor, all right? Who can I say, who can I say, without checking up, you know, it is faithless people you need to check up on. You don't check up on faithful people on Sunday morning. Do you understand? There are people that if they're not around Sunday, something has happened. It's either they were somebody stopped, maybe they blocked their road, Todd Milan Bridge turned cut into two or something. Something must have happened. Are you following what I'm saying? But there are some people just let small breeze blow on Sunday morning, like rain. Blow small. They are not in church. Because you see, this is how God does it. This is what he checks. When it comes to transference of grace and people flowing, all right, in the same grace, apostolic, prophetic of a minister, the purpose of that transference of grace is not for show off. It's for more work to be done. Are you following? Remember, when the power, the anointing, the spirit was taken from Moses and given to 70 elders, what was the purpose? So that Moses would be able to administer justice better to 3 million Jews. So the purpose of impartation is for more work to be done. You understand? But the thing is that, all right, for that more work to be done, for the impartation to take and stay, it has to be unfaithful men. Because after impartation, there is work. And it's only committed men that work. Only loyal men that work. A committed man will do the work just as you would do it. A loyal man or woman in the ministry will do the work just like the pastor is doing it. So the point you will begin to ask is it your ministry? Until you do ministry to the point people ask you that question, you are not committed. Because the truth is, it is your ministry. Church is not owned by a man. It's the church of Jesus Christ. A man is given or a woman is given as the gift there. Does he own it? Praise God. I said, Praise God. Loyalty. If uh, Lord says, Oh, I, I, I'm son, blah, 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 blah. I've noticed that thing. If he wants to say something, it is loyal people will bring to my mind. Loyal people. Someone come and say, ah, pastor, I need someone to do this particular job. Can you say, who can you trust? Are you following? When somebody is asking, who can I trust? You know, that's a very, very important question. Those trust, you have to check certain things. Who can I trust? It's the same way, because Jesus is God and is man. So he watches you, who can I trust? My question is this, can God trust you? Can he count? On you. I just ah, Pastor, God should not trust me. I'm, I'm a useless person, no. <laughs> I'm a useless person, no. Well, it means you're not born again. Because God has no useless children. Praise God. Say, God has no useless children. I am faithful. I choose to be faithful. I choose to be committed. I choose to be loyal to the doctrine, to the message, to the association, to the company of the saints. I labor as I should in the gospel, for the gospel. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed this morning? Have you been stirred this morning? Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and just worship God. Just go ahead and pray in the Holy Spirit. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Kurabakatandele kusta hakti salahande. Palagi sopra actile grossa kile hashira. Ia octuliasi. Andele bambasi. Ekete belebo shatakandere istokoshia. Oh, la baba kaston trikistra anis. 
lobra acta licalis la catacabalisa obra asiciti caranino street racata la babasia faithful men faithful women faithful to the word faithful to the doctrine faithful 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 to the assembly they walk in order they do not break ranks they do not break ranks they do not break ranks alalalin suprahaktas kisipra andehaya sukrodisa bahaya o mandala kasuprahashta o ragata kababa sukotokopra andeligasia riki sukota aranina sukahashta rakata lababahaya lo comprende kisa akashugatis you have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikeacc.org. Remain blessed.